You are listening to Age Vibrantly Tips, Trajectory Changing Thursdays with your host, Marcy Haynes Cody. Community Outreach Registered Nurse, Holistic Longevity Coach, Praise Dance Fitness Master, and best-selling lead author of 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a Baby Boomer's Devotional Journal, with the millennial version in the works. Life-transforming holistic words of wisdom and conversations with experts in their fields. Hashtag walk now or walker later. AgeVibrantlyTips.com This podcast is for educational purposes only and not medical science. Please consult your healthcare provider before adopting any health-related program. There is no guarantee or assurance that the following advice given here will diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any diseases. Listeners should understand that they are responsible for the actions they take or do not take as a result of listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Age Vibrantly Tips broadcast the sequel to our best-selling book, 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a Baby Boomer's Devotional Journal. And the millennials version is in the works. The podcast was created to share words of wisdom and holistic longevity tips in 15-minute bites from experts in their fields. I'm Marcy Cody RN of MarcyCodyRN.com. Been a registered nurse since 1992 and since 2000, I've had a passion for faith-based wellness through Temple Under Construction Ministries, Temple Transformers Facebook group, and Highest Praise Dance Fitness. I'm an Amazon best-selling author, a holistic longevity coach, and a community outreach nurse. We are actually recording this in January of 2021 with a pandemic raging and unprecedented political unrest. Our aim is to take a few minutes to help you focus on things that you do have control over that may help you live more vibrantly, productive, and happy in your golden years and on into eternal life. Today, our expert is Francis Wright. Francis has been an entrepreneur in the Allstate insurance business for over 32 years and has achieved the prestigious Allstate Inner Circle Award for high standards of customer satisfaction and retention. She has a degree in finance from Western Illinois University and is a financial securities licensed series six and 63. She's a former triathlete, a world traveler, and enjoys biking, hiking, dancing, Bible study, and spending time with family and friends. Francis has one son and two beautiful grandchildren. And I met Francis at 360 Mind, Body, Soul, a boutique gym here in Chicago, where I had dropped 75 pounds in 14 months. And Francis was always a friend encouraging me with her kind words. Welcome, Francis. Hey, Marcy, how are you? I'm so happy to be here this evening. Oh, my goodness. It is so good to have you. I'm so honored that you would take some time out of your busy schedule to share with our listeners about what you have to offer them regarding their financial wellness. I'm sure that's what we're going to be talking about today. So first, we're going to talk about the journey, the beginning. When did you decide to make a healthy lifestyle your priority? Now, if you want, this could be financial health. Um, Okay. What was that fork in the road that led you to the wellness path? And what was the journey from the start to where you are now? 
Well, uh, Marcy, you know, when I was young, um, I was a single mom and I had my son when I was 21 years old. I was still in school. I was very poor. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I was actually uh, on welfare. And I can remember graduating uh, from college and, um, you know, I was able to attain a job, but I just can remember how my finances were so small and I just couldn't afford to really buy anything. You know, I know a lot of young people today, they go out and get their nails done. You know, they go out to dinner, um, they go on trips. I didn't do any of those things because I was just, um, I, I literally just didn't have any money. I was just so broke. And I had, um, you know, student loans. And then um, I finally landed a job with Allstate. And I, I didn't start off in sales. I started off as a supervisor. But even then, things were very tight because I had a, a child. I had the student loan debt. I had, um, you know, a car. I was able to get a car. But um, once I became you know, an agent, um, I was uh, always uh, afraid every single month. You know, I eventually got my, got my own place, but I was afraid every single month that I would not be able to make ends meet. And I think that fear of uh, being broke, uh, it just really kind of uh, drove me not only to... Um, to, for the sales, but just trying to like kind of dig in your way out of a, a, a situation. And that's what I, I, that's what I did. So I remember one good piece of advice that my mom told me uh, when I did uh, get a job, she did say, always take the maximum amount of savings, like in a, a 401k, if you were ever offered, you know, a 401k on the job, always take the maximum amount of savings, which I did. And she always told me too. and my mom didn't have a whole lot of money or anything like that. But um, she told me to always do four savings. So whenever she said if they offer anything that they could take the money out of your uh, checking account and put it away. Um, I always try to do the four savings. And, um, you know, that is what I did too. Now, I've been like a lot of young people, um, overstressed myself. And at one time when I was young, uh, probably had a couple of credit cards, you know, and the credit card people started asking for their little cards back. So I did mess up uh, with uh, credit cards at one point. But once I got myself out of that, I said I would never do that again, and I never did. And so now I um, I strived to uh, live a life. If I could not afford it, I didn't buy it. If I couldn't pay for it at the end of the month, I didn't buy it. You know, I didn't put do layaway. I didn't do uh, credit cards because I felt like. Even if you got something on sale and you paid $20 for it, and even if it was originally um, $100, if you're buying things and using a credit card, I think interest rates on credit cards are like 24% or 14% or 16%. You really are not getting a deal. And so I just kind of um, figured that out and I, I didn't use credit cards for many years. I mean, I have a couple right now, but I really only... 
I, I needed some time for business and sometimes, you know, when I travel and that's uh, what I, I use it for, you know, so I took advantage of a lot of things, savings bonds, that was a, uh, for savings. Um, actually, before Allstate, I worked at Merrill Lynch. So, um, and even before then, when I was in college, I worked for the uh, Chicago Options Exchange. And that was a whole dynamite field of finance that I had never even heard of before. I think I was maybe 19 years old when I worked there on the floor and I had never been around so many wealthy people in my life. I didn't even know that existed. But, uh, and that's what made me choose finance to uh, major in. I said, oh, when I get back to school, I'm majoring in this because I'm gonna figure this out so I could be, you know, one of those people. But anyway, kind of getting off track with that. But anyway, I um, eventually, um, um, being working at Merrill Lynch, I got to learn about uh, stocks and bonds and mutual funds. Um, I was able to achieve and get the uh, Series 7. So I was able to uh, put in orders for customers, put in buy-sell orders for them. And um, that kind of helped me learn. And then I think at uh, Merrill Lynch, they had some kind of program where you could uh, put in like a very small amount a month and you could accumulate stocks that way. So that's what I did. Remember my mom told me, always take whatever they offer you and put in the maximum amount that you could. So I I did that. Um, Eventually I became an agent with Allstate. And I would say some of the things that uh, really helped me uh, to be successful with that, I did have a life insurance policy and the way I purchased my first home, I didn't have enough money for the down payment. So I took some of the money that out of the cash value of my life insurance and just pieced all that together. And that's how I was able to get my uh, first home, uh, drawing money out of the cash value. So I did that. And then um, later on, you know, I had been in business, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so. And also they had a program where they allow agents to uh, sell their agencies or there were agents who may have uh, got terminated or maybe they were about ready to retire. But anyway, you could sell it. And so I uh, wanted to buy an agency so bad. And this guy who was selling and about to retire needed all of his money up front which was, I think at the time, maybe $600,000, okay? Now, you know, I don't know anybody in my family that even have $100,000, yet alone $600,000. So I was like, God, what am I going to do? So I went to the bank, that a local bank that I banked at back then, a small bank, not one of these big banks, And so I said, okay, I'm just going and apply. So I went in and I applied and I was like, I know they ain't going to prove me. You know, I was single, single woman with a child. And plus I felt like, you know, I was black and a female. I was like, I'm going to do it, put it in. But, you know, they probably not going to approve it. But anyway, they approved it. And yes, girl, I couldn't believe it. And as a matter of fact, they were like, Miss Wright, do you need any more money? 
<laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I asked them, I said, well, wh- uh, how did I get approved? <laughs> and the guy, they told me, well, you had been in business, I think at that time, eight or nine years. So that shows some stability. I did have a home. So I was able to um, use that as collateral. And then the other thing that he told me that was very significant was he said, you never had any bounce checks. Wow. I was like, what? He said, you didn't have any bounce checks. We went through your account and you had not bounced any checks in like maybe the past two years or so. I was like, wow. So that told me right then and there that if you don't bounce any checks, um, try to pay your bills on time, you know, the doors are open in ways that you wouldn't even believe, you see? And see, that business practically tripled my income. Wow. And I bought maybe, I don't know, three other uh, books of businesses that were maybe a little smaller uh, than that one back then, but uh, it still opened the door for the possibility. And um, so... Being working in Allstate and working, having a uh, working at uh, Merrill Lynch too, I would say another thing that helped me. You learn about all these other little plans about like IRAs. You put a hundred dollars a month or something in an IRA. You learn about five twenty nine plans. When my son was before he was going away to school, I put a a five twenty nine plan, and I think I don't know maybe I was putting in like fifty dollars a month. And then I think I have about, you know, one, two, three, maybe five or six nieces and nephews. And I started one for each one of them. Initially, I put in like uh, $25 a month. Remember, automatic deduction. I set up the plan. I have them automatically take the money out of my account. And I live off what's left. Anyway, once my... My son graduated from college. Uh, I, uh, you know, doubled the amount for all my nieces and nephews. And they didn't, they, I, I, didn't, I never told anybody I was doing this. They didn't even know it. So as they got to their final year, like their senior year, I would take the money that I had and pay, pay not all of their tuition, but whatever was in that plan at the time, I would send that to their school and pay off part of their tuition. So uh, I had a couple of nephews. Um, One nephew almost wasn't about to graduate and he just called me, auntie, you know, hey. So I said, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I got a 529 plan and I'm gonna send this money. At the time it was Eastern Illinois University and I'm a, pay off part of that tuition. So you ain't got nothing to worry about. I had another nephew. He went to, uh, oh gosh, what's that school? It's in Alabama. Oh my goodness. That's a shame. But anyway, it was a HBCU, but he got there and um, they didn't even have the money to admit him. I cashed in that 529 plan I had for him and he was able to get in school. So, and, and I'm saying this, I didn't put in hundreds of thousands because I didn't have hundreds of thousands. I was just doing like $50 a month for each person 
or maybe even a um, hundred dollars a month. So, um, you know, a lot of people uh, may not be aware of things like compound interest, even if the interest is not really high. You know, I know a lot of people trade, uh, uh, have mutual funds or have individual stocks. I have all of that too. Uh, but even if you can get in something that's not really high and it's tax deferred, you'll look up 10 years, you know, Marcy, yesterday I was 30, today uh, I'm over 30, all right? Those years <laughs> just fly by. <laughs> and that's how it is with money and the way it compounds and the way it accumulates. So uh, I've always been a person too. I like to watch and um, always a learner of things. I, when I graduated from school, I never went back to school. I did get my degree, but I didn't go back and get like a master's or anything like that. But I've always been like a constant learner. I've always been the kind of person I would join like leadership programs. So I would look up stuff on YouTube and uh, learn, listen to Dave Ramsey and listen to different people. So another thing I learned too was to uh, pay my house off, you know, I started saving up enough money. I think the market had went down one year. And I said, well, instead of me just letting the market keep going down, I'm going to just draw this money out and pay my home off. And uh, the other thing I, that kind of kept me motivated was that I am single. And um, I always know that I, I always feel like I have to care, take care of myself. And um, even when I was younger, I would just think about, okay, if I, I don't want to be in my 60s and still have a house note because you just never know what could happen. And so um, that, that was just my formula for getting myself ready to, you know, be able to just take care of myself. Um, I would say another great thing about finances too is giving back is another big part of it. So being a contributor, uh, giving back to your church, giving back to other uh, ministries and uh, other non-for-profits, and it doesn't even have to be those type of things. Uh, recently, uh, I went out with a, a friend of mine, a young lady who just got married but um, she's marrying someone who already has a few children and she kind of worked in non-for-profit fields. She didn't make a, a whole lot of money. So um, they really want to stay at a, a hotel for Valentine's. So I said, okay, I could, I could pay for that, you know? So it doesn't always have to be uh, a, a major foundation or it, there are people around here, us, that have needs. Um, a lot, another thing too, you know, um, working and uh, giving back even to my family. You know, uh, I was able to help some uh, a family member whose ceiling, the whole ceiling had like a gaping hole in it. And I could not believe it that she was living that way. So I was able to take um, some money and, and actually pay for all of that work to be fixed. Um, I had uh, my son, I helped my son start an Allstate agency. Um, 
One other thing I do want to say this too, since um, you talked about insurance and this is a good story, definitely for young women and all women, especially if you're married. When my uh, sons was 12 and um, I approached his father, I'd known his father since I was seven. And I, uh, he had married, got married, and uh, he was married to someone else and had more children. But I approached his father and I said, look, if you let me write a life policy on you, and um, if, if anything happened to you, you don't have to leave our child anything because I'll have this policy. And I, I was concerned because at that time, I think my son was 10 or 12, I can't remember. And I was just thinking, okay, you got four more years of high school, then he's gonna be in college. You know, if something happened to his dad or whatever, if he can't help me put this boy through school, I don't know how we gonna get him through school. I was just thinking that way. So I just told him that and he, he let me write the policy and I pay for the policy. And I tell women this too, pay for the policy. Just pay it. Most time the man is going to go before you. So then what you going to be left? Struggling, trying to pay house notes, still working at 60 and 70 years old. That's not a life. You got kids by him, whether you married or not. Pay for the policy and get a policy on him. But anyway, my son's father ended up with cancer. Uh, one year after he, my son graduated, he did make it through college, but a year later he got cancer and he died. Okay. So I thank the Lord that I was in this field and I did, uh, I did get the money, you know, uh, from the life insurance policy that helped me a lot because it, uh, also helped me lay a foundation for my son. From that, we were able, uh, man, my son didn't even know this. I just told him two or three weeks ago. But anyway, the money I got, I took that part of that money and helped my son buy a building, three unit building. And he was, I don't know, what was 24, maybe 23 years old. You see what I'm saying? So that's a way of starting a person on the road to wealth. Now, I didn't let him, I didn't pay all of it. You know, I made him save a large portion of it, but I helped match what he had. All right. So he did, he did have that. So anyway, so that, um, these are things that, and I probably could have done a lot more, you know, with my savings. I, I would suggest that people, uh, build up their uh, savings, um, start some of these accounts they have online, like E-Trade and Ameritrade, some of these other things. I still work with brokers also. Um, I take all the 401k I can. Um, those are ways that uh, will help you uh, start an IRA, do $50 a month. You know, but those are things something. that just do something, right? Yeah, do something. Okay, so here's question number two. Yes, the valley. What was your greatest moment of struggle, and what did you learn during that time? Whoa, 
I had so many, but I would just say uh, that time when um, my, I was a young mother and my son was maybe, you know, one or two years old, you know, I could just, I can remember really when I was in school, not even having food and I would uh, boil uh, potatoes and boil apples and whip it up and feed them. That, that's what I would feed them. And I would just tell myself, you don't need to eat because you're trying to lose weight anyway. You know what I'm saying? But um, mm -hmm. that was uh And what did you time. learn from that? What did you learn from that? Well, you know what I kept telling myself that kept me going? I would just say, God, it's not going to be like this always. That's what I would tell myself. Sometimes I would go want to go shopping. I'd be walking down the street, everybody's shopping, buying stuff. And I would just tell tell myself, God, one day things going to be different for me. So I would say if you could to just trust God, God, see, God can see the future and we, mm -hmm. we can't, we can't see mm -hmm. the future. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he sees the future. So uh, that's what I learned. I would say, just learn to trust God. Don't, don't get into anything that's going to be get you in any kind of trouble or, or do things that are unethical, you know, don't do those things. Just trust God. I trust, I, I promise you, I promise you, he, he'll uh, make it better. He's going to turn it around. All right. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm with you yeah. on that one. Trust God. Okay. Now the future, what one thing are you doing regularly that your future self will thank you for? Well, well, I say one thing is uh, like tr doing a Bible study. Um, try to do that at least uh, almost every night or I would say at least four or five nights a week. And um, that's, that's one major thing. Another one would be uh, getting up early getting up around uh, 5.30 in the morning. Uh, I think getting a jump on the, on your day um, helps me to get a lot more things accomplished. And choosing good friendships, that that's always helpful. You know, like-minded people. Um, I think that I, that will be, that will help me. Okay. And now, can you please give our listeners three tips on your subject matter? Now, you've said a lot of them already. <laughs> um, three tips on your subject matter and expertise about how they can live a more vibrant life. What are your top three tips? You mentioned a whole lot of stuff, but if you were to just pick Three top things, what would they be? Three top things. Uh, well, definitely uh, read, God, read God's word and trust him. And uh, as far as uh, finance, I would say do a four savings and live off the difference. Um, another one. Oh, another good one is write out your goals. No, they can't see me. You can, but you see this. I write out my goals every year. So I have all kinds of goals that I write. Work goals, spiritual, family, financial. Uh, write out your goals 
and keep looking at them all the time. All right. And I have suggested that people have a 30-year goal. And I know for some people that might seem really crazy, but I know when I was in, I think when I was in business school, I went to Joseph Business School of my church and they had us write a one-year plan, a five-year plan, and a 30-year plan. And it forces you to like think about, okay, 30 years from now, I'll be how old now? What will I be doing? You know, what would be my goal for that? But yes, I think goal writing is, because who was that? Is it Les Brown or one of those um, motivational speakers says that if you don't have a target, you'll never hit it. That was... I think that was Zig Ziglar. You can't see a okay, target. There you, you can't go. hit a target. Target you can't that you see. can't see. Right. That's it. So yes. you got to have a goal. So those are awesome tips. So right now we're going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back, you're going to have a challenge for our listeners. So mm. we're about to take a break. Learn to boost your immunity with Marcy's free PDF. The human body was designed to heal itself on a cellular level with an elaborate, complicated immune system. Marcy breaks it down in easy to understand and follow terms. Reviewed by James D. Nicolantino, PharmD, a cardiovascular research scientist. Download your free PDF, 52 Tools to Boost Immunity at MarcyCodyRN.com. That's M-A-R-C-Y-C-O-D-Y-R-N.com. Now back to the Age Vibrantly Tips conversation. We're back from our break. Francis, did you come up with a 24-hour challenge for our listeners? Yes, I did. Okay, so this year in 2021, I want you to sit down and I want you to write out your financial goals, your health goals, your spiritual goals, uh, maybe work and career goals, and some family goals. That's what I want you to do. That's my challenge. And I want you to be very, very specific in writing them. Write down the activities that you're going to do to achieve that. For example, if you want us to get to $100,000 in savings one day, I want you to say, I'm going to save $100 a month. Uh, put away $100 a month. Remember that for savings. So I want you to get started with that. That's my challenge. Okay. So your challenge is for our listeners to write out goals. Now, I think that's kind of lofty for, to do all that in 24 hours. Can we break <laughs> it down a little bit smaller bite? For <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. So let's do this then. Okay. I want you guys to do some type of forced savings. You can even go to your employer and what they can do, instead of putting, most, most employers have a uh, direct deposit, but with that direct deposit, they could put it, slide it, they could put it in more than one account. So you can, you can have a portion go into your uh, checking account and a portion could go into your savings account. And I want you to save six months of uh, 
rent or or expenses, monthly expenses. That's what I want you to do to keep saving in that savings account till you have six months of monthly expenses. That's like an emergency fund. In the next 24 hours, listeners, you are going to set up a forced <laughs> savings and you are going to have a goal of six months of your fine of your expenses saved up. So mm-hmm. what I want you to do, set up your four savings and then come back to this podcast in the comments. I want you to type in, I have set up my forced savings and everyone that comes back and puts those comments in, I'm going to send you a free gift, which is going to be my book, 52 tools to achieve and maintain a healthy weight on a budget. That's going to be a PDF that I'm going to send everybody. And you're going to get a surprise gift. I'm not going to tell you now because I don't know what it is, but you're going to get something extra too. So go ahead and set up your four savings and come back and write in the comments that I did it. And you might Mm -hmm. even want to, well, you might not want to say how much or anything like that. You don't have to say that, but just say, I did it. I set up the four savings and then we (laughs) will, we will send you your gift. Okay. Um, Now it's time for our lightning question round. So I'm going to ask you four questions and these are real quick. They should be less than a minute. Um, So number one, what's the best wellness advice you've ever gotten? The best wellness to, to work out early in the morning. Okay, great. Number two, what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to a healthy lifestyle? I would say um, the dragon of, uh, you know, fear, uh, being so different. I feel like I'm different. And um, and just, I guess, really just like, uh, just accepting myself, I guess. Okay. Number three, what's the number one tip you wish you had received when you were much younger? Oh, wow. I was the number one tip, man. I don't, uh, wow, it's so many, man. Well, you got to pick one, friends. Only one. Only okay. One. I wish, I wish I would have been, I honestly, I don't want to sound trite, but I do wish I would have really tried to like memorize more scriptures or be closer to God as a, as a younger person. I think I would have avoided a lot of traps, a lot of, uh, hurts and pains had I done that. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Got I would say other than that, that's I would say one. choosing friends better. Okay. Well, that's all in the same, yeah. really. Um, that's <laughs> wonderful. Okay. Now the fourth and final question, which is really the easiest one. How can listeners connect with you? Oh, that's so easy. Well, you can call me directly. My phone number is 773-445-9400. can come to my office. I'm located on the south side of Chicago at 9013 Southwestern. Very good. I'm also on Facebook. Francis Wright, I'm also on Facebook too. Okay. 
Frances Ryan on Facebook, or you can call her or come to her office. So mm-hmm. thank you, Frances, so much for being a guest on the Age Vibrantly Tips podcast. You have been such an excellent guest with your information about finances. And I'm sure that our listeners have learned a whole lot from you. So thank you so much for your participation. Okay, thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Francis. You have been such an awesome guest. And thank you for that 24-hour challenge. And what I want all of you guys to do is do it. Set up that four savings. Your future self will be so grateful. And also, while you're at it, I want you to leave us a review. Tell us what you think about our podcast and then share it with about 50 or 60 of your closest friends and tell everyone near and far how much you learned from the Age Vibrantly Tips podcast. And you know how to set up notifications. Make sure you do that. And we are sending out more podcast on health, wellness, financial, spiritual, mental, and even happiness. So please be sure to tune into our other podcasts. And they're all in 15 minute bites, easy to swallow. So thank you so much for your attention. You continue to live a happy, healthy, vibrant life. And remember, it's not just about the years that you're spending on this planet. Yes, you want to be healthy and vibrant and productive and sharp in your old age. That's wonderful. But think about eternal life because that's even longer than the time that you have on this planet. So I'm Marcy Cody RN, MarcyCodyRN.com. Thanks again for listening to Age Vibrantly Tips. That is all. Carry on. Thanks for listening to Age Vibrantly Tips Trajectory Changing Thursdays. Please be so kind to leave us a review, subscribe, like, and share with everyone that you care about. Remember, let us know in the comments how your 24 hours went to get an extra free gift. Until next time, do something every day that your future self will be grateful for. Go to agevibrantlytips.com to connect with Marcy and her guests.